All right, you're now listening to In-House Training Radio Station. This is your host, Richie Rich. I got a guest speaker in the building today. She goes by the name of Melissa Wilson. Melissa, I appreciate you coming to the station today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for having me. Yes, yes, yes. Listen, we have to get you up here because I was just looking at the stats for 2017, and I, and I saw something that was amazing, and I think that every person out there should hear this because all I know is that you know when they say it's not where you start, but it's where you finish? You are like the ideal person to speak that testimony. So, I mean, tell us about it. All I know is that beginning of the year, you had a slow start, and then out of nowhere, boom, your numbers just skyrocketed, skyrocketed, and just changed. And I'm, I'm trying to wonder, what happened? Uh, what happened was I was frustrated because I felt like well, no, I didn't feel like I was having my worst year ever in in this industry since mm -hmm. I've been here. And I kept saying it was out of my control. Out of my control is the tours in front of me. Da, 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 da. I tried changing my pitch to everything else and I just wasn't getting anywhere. And then I realized as I started doing research and studying the top reps, I realized there was one difference between me and them and it was tour count. So mm -hmm. it wasn't that my pitch was wrong it wasn't that I was doing something wrong I wasn't seeing enough people so that's what changes I had to figure out a way to get more people in front of me nice so they say the more hands you shake the more money you make Exactly. so how did you go about getting th those bodies in front of you so <laughs> Westgate has the best tool ever that before um, back in the day when we started didn't exist the regular referral program mm -hmm. but then they came up with travel partners and I just started thinking about travel partners, very serious, and the referral program and why a lot of owners aren't using it, especially once it converted over to travel partners and they were getting paid per booking. And then I started doing math and how much money they can make. So when I realized that instead of sitting down in a rep room and waiting for Westgate to hand me a tour during slow season, what if I try to generate, get my owners amped about generating income off of bookings? Right. Not referring people to get paid, not rental, not any of that, just straight bookings. So then I started doing research. How many people travel to Turks? 105 million in 2016. How many people was the average income? Da, 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 da. Which countries travel during what time of the year? And as I started teaching my owners this, I was getting amped. They were getting amped. I never once talked about what they got if the referral bought. All I talked about was per booking. And I think that was key because it kept it very realistic. Nice. Nice. So you made it where it was a win-win where just for them booking someone, they would get compensated. Correct. But it put a body in front of you to give them an opportunity to exactly. be a part of vacation ownership. Exactly. Amazing. So, I mean, I mean, now you've, I mean, you've taken your owners and created, generated them income by just sharing the word mm -hmm. of vacations. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. And congratulations. Thank you. So, is there, I mean, if there's one thing that you guys missed, um, pretty much she said, instead of waiting for the company to give for a tour, she figured out a way to generate the tour. She reached out to her existing clientele, her existing customers, and said, hey, let's work together. Let's, let's, let's work this program that has been given to you for you to generate business for yourself and also for, for her. So it's like a win-win. Mm -hmm. Man, that's amazing. So your owners must love you. Oh, they're averaging around... Well, when I started, they're averaging around 500 every two weeks on bookings. 
And then it was always a surprise when the referral would buy and they get an additional twelve hundred bucks in there. So they weren't even expecting that extra no. money. And wow. I, I, well, I can't show you, but I have a tag from one of them that said, "Damn girl, what are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you you provide a level of service that is like irreplaceable. Correct. And I'm sure that they love you and they and they um, absolutely would definitely probably purchase with you again. Oh, absolutely. I have yeah. one that wants to own fifty two weeks by the time they're done. Wow. <laughs> Well, guys, if you, if you took any notes, just know, reach out to your owners. Don't be afraid to contact them. They also uh, want to work the program. They probably just forgot how to do it or they need a little push. Melissa, thank you for sharing that nugget with us. Guys, if you want to hear more from Melissa, keep tuning in to IHT Radio for more jewels on how to expand your business. All right, you're now listening to IHT Radio. This is your host, Richie Rich. I got the infamous Louis Alpha Care in the building. It's an honor to have you, Lou. Thanks for coming through, brother. It's a pleasure to be here. It's an honor to be here. Man, listen, um, people don't know that the first time I met you was at a big conference and they took you up on the stage and the lady tried to throw an objection for you and you, you killed it right off the back and just made her look like <laughs> it was just terrible. But it, it was amazing. And I was like, this kid is bad. This kid is bad. And then I got to actually meet you in person. So it's just amazing. One thing I can say about you is you always have enthusiasm. And for a new person coming into the business, uh, how important is enthusiasm to be successful? Very. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Why is that though? Like, well, I tell you, when I started in the industry, um, I had somebody that was very enthusiastic about what he did, everything he did, whether it was washing his hands, making a hot dog, Uh selling timeshare, and that that person was Rui Vieira. And um, we we kind of are like the same personality type. So before being introduced to Timeshare, I was always an enthusiastic person, but I didn't realize the element um, of enthusiasm that when you bring to the table, how much value you get out of everything you're doing because of the enthusiasm. Right. Whether it's turning a family in the lobby that doesn't want to spend time with you, whether it's uh, getting information out of them in a manner that isn't really threatening, um, showing the model and being enthused about it like the very first time you've seen it. And I remember walking through a spiral four bedroom. Mm-hmm. We, as a tr- I, I didn't walk through no five one bedrooms. I walked through a two bedroom standard in a studio in a studio. And I was like, man, this is gonna be very easy to sell because I was sold. And I remember um, after about a year into it that I wasn't being uh, as enthusiastic as I was. And a mentor brought me to the side and pointed it out. And uh, sure enough, as soon as I was enthusiastic about the property tour uh-huh. as a whole, right. um, I started to see a change in my numbers. And um, I, I encourage everybody to be enthusiastic throughout the presentation because it really makes the difference. It's really allowing you to transfer the feeling and the emotion. There it is. And when you're not doing that and you're given the opportunity to do that, you're missing the boat. And I met, I've met a lot of families that, uh, because of enthusiasm, um, I felt was the difference maker. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't so much on my part. I started it. But once you start it and transfer, and then you let them become enthusiastic, man, the job just becomes so much easier. So much easier. Wow. Yeah. And there's a lot of tools that you could use to be enthusiastic about, you know. Uh-huh. Um, I, I like jokes. You know, if you get somebody laughing, you can use that as a platform to segue into sales because now you got them in a happy mode but you got to do it while the iron is hot right 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 so you know i use that as a tool uh to get them laughing a little bit and then in that moment where i see like there's a connection Uh you know i i I put it into overdrive 
and then I just segue into sales. Nice. You know, so um, it, I've been like that for a long time. You know, and obviously that's why you're so rea- successful. But, but realizing it early in the game um, allowed me to mold my craft to be, you know, what it is today. You know, and I owe it to a lot of people because Fest uh, Kareem is a very enthusiastic person. Whale Elfakir is a very enthusiastic person. Um, all of my uh, trainers, you know, from Shane to, to Brian to Michelle to Terry, Low Woods, yes. you know, Richie yes. Rich. Um, so, you know, being around all those people, and it's kind of hard not being enthusiastic coming into a job knowing that if you spend 90 minutes with somebody, you can make 5000 plus dollars. Right, right. And if you're not enthusiastic about that, <laughs> you need to go and find yourself another gig. Maybe uh, true story. Maybe be like a radio engineer putting this show together. You know, be in the back in the background somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it's uh, it's a very important part of uh, of what we do. You know, and you'll notice that the, the top ten people are very enthusiastic. Mm. And if you're not, you need to be. Nice. You know what I mean? Well, guys, you heard it first. Louis Alpha Kid says, if you don't know how to be enthusiastic, you need to learn how to, because that transfer of emotions is what can translate to a sale easily. Practice it. Louis, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, brother. Yeah, blessed. IHT Radio, stay tuned for more Louis this week. All right, you're now tuned in to In-House Radio. This is Richard Roberts. I am with the incredible Mark Lamb today. I got the pleasure to get with Mark Lamb. Mark, man, welcome to the show. Thanks, Rich. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. We just wanted to get into your head one one time. We see that you're... You got this under control and you've been in the business for quite some time and it seems like you make it look easy, like seamless, you know? Um, what, how do you prepare for the day? Like, how do you prepare for the morning? Uh, first of all, you got to get yourself up and you got to get your mind right. Mm-hmm. You ain't got your mind right, you're not going to do good in this business because this is all about, you get no, 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 no all day long. You got to get your mind right and get prepared and get organized. Right. If you're not organized in this business, you, you're, you're all over the place and it's not going to happen. Gotcha. So when you say get organized, like how do you how do you get yourself together so you can be organized, prepared for the day? You can do it different ways. Me personally, I have quotes on my mirror that I look at in the morning. Uh, keep my mindset tight when I'm driving. Listen to some inspirational quotes. Uh, smiles, big time. Stay away from the negativity. Nice. Get prepared. Nice. And that and that's, that says a lot because I mean dealing with uh, the negativity can go all types of different ways. I mean from People that are not in the industry talking to you, like, how do you do that? And people in the industry that's not doing well, they may, you know, put some of that negative energy on you. I mean, how do you tune out all that negative noise? Do you, like, listen to music while you're around people? Or do you separate yourself from certain groups? Or No, I separate myself from people. I don't like hanging around the negative people. Nice. They bring everybody down. If you hang out with positive people and positive people that are doing good, then it all rubs off on everybody. And then you share your thoughts with everybody else, and it just seems like it's a smooth streamline. Nice. Now you seem like every time I see you, I mean you're a good person to talk to, and I love that you're sh- you're sharing. You know, some people feel like you know because I'm successful, if I share my my niche or my angles, that that may you know someone else will, will will pass me or do better than me. But you're like a selfless person, like you share, and I like that. What what makes you what makes you so giving? First of all, we all work for the same company. We all work in house. While we're at Westgate, we're all here to do one goal. We're here to make some money and change lives. Uh, what I do on the table in front of the family I'm in and somebody else does on the table in front of the family they're in, I'm not going to see that person over there. 
So why not share what I'm successful with with my family for them? Because when they have an opportunity in front of them, now they can share it with the family they're in. Because if they don't buy, I'm not going to see them again. Nice. Maybe next year, but then we didn't let it walk out the table or walk out the room. So it's better to share what you're doing and what you're doing well, and it's also repetitious. You cannot be all over the place when you talk to these people. You have to be repetitious and know exactly what the objection is going to be and just know what you're going to say. It's kind of like uh, you don't even think. It just comes out. Naturally. It's like, oh, I like that, man. Well, thank you, Mark. I appreciate you taking your time out of your busy schedule to talk to us today. If there's one thing you can tell a new person coming aboard to the sales industry, what would you tell them? Follow the system. Trust, need, help, and hurry. Once you get that down, you can go and you can personalize it any way you want to. Stick with training. They'll take care of you. Thanks for having me. I, we appreciate you, man. Guys, if you heard that, you heard it. He says stick to the system, follow the system. Whatever your system is, if it's, if it's something that's in play that's been working for many, many years, then don't try to reinvent the wheel. Mark, we appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Thanks, Rich. Have a great 2018. Crush it. You as well. My brother. All right, so we're live at the in-house radio station. I am with the Mr. Wonderful Doreen Coley and the infamous Casey Boss, and we're just having a conversation about mindset and the rep room and your surroundings. Welcome, guys. Welcome to the show. Happy to Thank be you here. Very much. Thank Happy you. to be here. Yeah. So we, we were talking behind the scenes, and we were talking about like one of the ex experiences you had when Doreen, when you were in the rep room, and what, what happened? Like, well, basically, reps come down after they take tours. You know, you talk about the tour. And the reps typically have a mindset of, damn, they're justifying, I hear more of them justifying the objections they just heard as the reasons why they didn't purchase. So you're at the table, you're bringing the TO, an argument for the family, when you're supposed to be here to sell timeshare. If you thought that the objection was that good, your skills should have been better to overcome it so you bring your TO numbers, not an objection. You're not their lawyer. Right. You know? It's like, whose side are you on? Exactly. So that's one reason why I always, you know, get my mind right, get outside, get all my positive energies going and talk to people like Casey. Yeah, it goes back to the old adage when they say there's a sell on every table. Exactly. Either they're exactly. selling you or you're selling them. And far too many times, reps get sold. Part of that comes from them just agreeing with the family rather than getting in there and trying to figure out how to overcome what the family's saying. They spend too much time. The family starts telling the soft story and the rep starts nodding their head and agreeing with them and they go to the manager and say there's nothing there. Uh, the kid's going to college. They're getting ready to die. They're old. Right. I think... Rather than overcoming and creating a sale, which is what we're here for, right. they're busy getting sold. See, I think what they forget is to how to agree, acknowledge, restate that objection, and come back around and still use that objection to make the sale. I agree. And that's exactly what you learn in training. You always go back to the basics. And the basics is, okay, if they have an objection, let it fly, get back to the task at hand. You, no matter what, you always got to bring it back to the sale. Don't ever just take it off on a tangent and then run with that because right. now you're losing control. You know, you always have to maintain control throughout the entire presentation and take them where you need them to be. I like that. I mean, you know what it is? If we have more people that would maybe share how they turn something into a sale, because everyone has an objection, and sometimes we can't get to the sale without an objection. But, so we want to look for the objection and turn it around to a sale, but if we can start to share with people um, what, what the objection was and how it turned around, maybe they can learn from that in the future and won't feel defeated when they hear it. Someone's going to college doesn't mean they're not going to stop vacationing. 
they can you can use greed to, to fund that college, or you, you know they want to buy a house or so whatever it is. But I think they need to hear it sometimes from other people to say, "Damn, I wish I would have said that on my table." You're right, but then one like Casey, he has a great pencil pitch that he taught me, and it eliminates all of that because it says, regardless of what you have going on back home, mortgage, kids, cars, you still find time to vacation. That's like in the beginning over here. So once they acknowledge and agree with that, you say you just said in the beginning you already have this going on and you found your way to be here. So you have to set those seeds up along the whole presentation to make it fluid. And like training always says, it's the sequence. If you screw up the sequence, you screw up the whole thing, and now you gotta start from scratch. Now it's a four hour tour. Yeah. What he's referring to is if you say the objection first, you own the objection, they don't have a chance to object. Right. Meaning if you can get them to agree long before you ever get to the back end, that regardless of what life throws at me, I'm gonna take vacation. I find it important. In the back end, when they say, oh, well, we may not take vacation, you never know. That's not what you said earlier. You're right. saying it now because you're looking at numbers, and numbers can be scary. But earlier, let's get down to the reality of the situation. You told me, I asked you three times, as long as you're working and you're healthy, you're going to take vacation. I also asked you, regardless of what life throws at you, you're going to take vacation. You agreed multiple times that you're going to take. So I get it. Now the numbers are on the table. But let's be realistic. You're going to take vacation. That's only the objection first. I like that. So guys, if you took one nugget, you heard it, you could play it back. Learn how to address the objection before it comes to you. They can't use it back against you. I'll take one thing out of it too, I'd like to add to it. I had a rep yesterday. Uh, he said that the family doesn't like interval um, because it doesn't work. And he let it go at that. And rather than digging into why it doesn't work. And what I mean by that is, a lot of times we'll say, oh, well, interval doesn't work, but what'd you do? We try to go to Myrtle Beach. Exactly what did you do in order for me to help you in the future to not have those problems with it. And let's face it, Interval's a multi-million dollar company. They have 3,000 resorts in 85 different countries. They know what the hell they're doing. Oh, you're getting ready to run out of time. Uh -huh. <laughs> and, stay tuned yeah. for the next episode coming up on The Exchanger. All right, so we're back continuing. So the rep, Casey was telling us a story that the rep, he came to him and told him that he had an exchanger that, who said the exchange didn't work for them. Exactly. What I was saying was, you know, when, I, when somebody tells me Interval doesn't work, I find that absurd because Interval is a multi-billion dollar company. They've been around for 30 or 40 years. They have 3,000 resorts in 85 locations around the world. So pardon me, John and Mary, but when you tell me Interval doesn't work, I find that absurd. Tell me exactly what you tried to do. We tried to go to Myrtle Beach. It didn't work. I, I get that. When did you try to book the vacation? What week were you trying to go? How far out did you give? Did you just call Interval? Did you get online? Tell me exactly what you did. No matter what their answer is, that's what you did wrong. Exactly. And then you can go and you can build off of that. But by letting a, a, by letting a, a negative statement just float around in the air, you don't give me the TO anything in the back end. When I go over and I'm telling them Interval is great and this, that, and the other, in the back of their mind, Interval still sucks and doesn't work. Correct. So anyway, getting into the details would be, so when somebody tells me something doesn't work, I tried to rent it. Exactly what did you do to try to rent it? Uh, we put it on social media. That was your mistake. Exactly. Yeah, no I matter just, what. You're right. I just had a table like that, and the whole thing was Westgate Cruise and Travel sucks, right? So I went into it briefly, but didn't dig in deep enough. So I went back, got some big guns, came back to the table, like, wait a minute, exactly what season were you trying to? Right, right, The right. second level, the third level questions are where the info, the real nuggets lie. And speaking of exchanges, we had a good exchanger deal the other day. 
they had just bought at Vacation Village for 14000 24 hours before, 48 hours before. Wow. And they came in here, and they got sold $8,000 because now they have the best of both worlds. Nice, nice. They have the points to take the local trips, deeded weeks of interval for 200 anywhere outside, and they were from the Virgin Islands, so it only made sense. So when it comes to exchanges, I used to say, you know, this is better than that. Right, right. Yeah. But I found out that creates tension on the table. So if you could compliment what they have and show them how this is also better for this purpose, it seals the deal even better and makes it cohesive, you know? Absolutely. I think that uh, what people miss with the exchangers is that they don't understand that. I don't think there's any resort like that we have that gives them this type of flexibility, this type of attention, like having a representative and having things to offset those costs are something that they don't get elsewhere. So it doesn't matter if you own somewhere else, you can still have the best of both worlds. And I think we do a good job at explaining that to those, those families. So, I mean, I appreciate you guys sharing that because some, some people have a struggle with the exchanger or have a, a struggle with identifying or, or addressing the objection or what someone says it doesn't work or why it doesn't work. Because honestly, someone will say, oh, the exchange doesn't work. How did you try to exchange? Well, it was a week before I wanted to go to Hawaii. Wait a minute. That doesn't work? You know what I'm saying? So. A lot of times the, the there's an old saying the devil's in the details well the sales in the details too so let's dig in there find out the details and you can use those details against them or for them whatever the case may be the sales in the details play that back live with dorian and casey thanks guys no yeah, problem happy to be here <laughs>